0: For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bro Wrestling Show. And welcome to this week's episode of the Bro Wrestling Show. Logan's here. Mm-hmm. And we've got a lot to talk about. This was a a very big uh, past week and coming or a big past weekend and coming up weekend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we've got Dominion, NXT TakeOver, Chicago 2, and Money in the Bank. Um so, I guess we're going to start off with the very, very good, very, um, really loaded card uh, that was Dominion. Yeah. Uh, have you have you watched all this? I know it was like... F- it, it, it's funny because New Japan can put on like a six-hour show and it's fine. And I think this mm-hmm. one was only like four or five.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But like when WWE does it, it feels like a chore. Yeah. Um but this was a really good show, like really top to bottom. Um I guess we could start off with uh Suzuki Gun uh versus Rapungi three K for the IWGP Junior Tag Team Championship. Mm-hmm. Um Suzuki Gun one. Yeah. Uh I don't really know like how far we want to get into this because there were much, much bigger matches. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it
2: was fine. It was probably the
0: best pick
2: for a show opener, um, if they didn't want to go with a book. Go with yeah, go with like a bigger match. Yeah. Uh
0: up next we had Teguchi Japan uh going over Chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then had Suzuki Gun going over Chaos, and this was not a good night for Chaos, was it?
2: Let's see. Mm, No,
0: I guess it was not. (laughs) I think they lost every one of their matches. Yeah. Uh, And then this one was a bit of a surprise to me. Uh, Michael Elgin going over Heroku Go to... Yeah. Hiroki Goto, yeah. uh, Goto, and uh, Tai Chi for the never open weight.
2: Yeah, it was a bit of a surprise to me too, considering uh, there's some heat on Elgin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's some some heat on Elgin, and it I don't know. I guess the the theme of the night or the theme to come that was kind of established here was
0: uh, belt changes. Yeah. Um up next we had the Young Bucks going over Evil and Sonata for the IWG Heavyweight Championship.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Heavyweight tag team championship rather. Yeah. Um and this was I guess I, I mean this was a big deal. This was the Bucks like what, like third time competing in the heavyweight division? Mm-hmm. And their yeah. first time carrying the belt This was probably uh,
2: Also what would have been the uh, I think kind of the kickoff Of the like next gear Or next level for the show too This is where it went from just A good wrestling card to like uh, This is where you, you start having that That meeting of some star power And uh, retaining the match quality and I'm actually kind of surprised that the Bucks won. I, I, I thought that uh, they might be trying to go with, you know, the story of uh, they make the jump to heavyweight and they can't hack it. And they're like, I don't know, like a, a, a more timely like build to the top. Um, but
0: no, this was their very first attempt and they win the heavyweight belts. Yeah, I I think, I mean, I think it's fine. I think mm-hmm. if it was a good time to change it up, I guess. And mm-hmm. really, yeah. the Bucks are like the ones to do it with, I guess. I mean, they've carried every other tag team championship in the world with the you know the WWE mm-hmm. ex- excluded, but um, I mean, you you really can't go wrong doing anything with them. Giving them more time, I mean. More merchandise, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anybody from the Bullet Club's pretty much safe, with the exception of like the who was it, the Bone Warrior that nobody cared about coming back. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, this match was also um, the Bucks always have entertaining matches, but this is this is one that I think even the like uh, the wrestling like purists and traditionalists could get behind is. Um, just a, a, a good match like it, it wasn't your typical uh like you know uh i don't want wasn't your typical like bucks like spot fest there was there was they did the the injury angle with nick i think um you know hitting his leg against the, the ring post and then like really selling it for what was most of the match because that happened
0: pretty early on. Um, you didn't get gratuitous amounts of super kicks. Um, well, I think when they wrestle in New Japan, they tend to like wrestle a different style than when they do their their ROH shows. Mm-hmm. And that, that helps. Then, they still do their spots like the right. "You're Dead" and mm-hmm. you know all those funny this things. This wasn't but...
2: this wasn't your normal. Um, back when they were in the, the junior division or they would, you know, do the multi-mans, um, uh, you know, they'd often be closer to the top of the card. They'd often be the, the first match because that they'd be the ones that could get the crowd going. They'd either get them riled up or they'd be able to get the crowd behind them. Um, and it, I just, um, I think, you know, some credit is due for when, Bad. a team that can do one style probably better than any other team in the world decides to go in a bit of a different direction in what was uh, you know you could make the case that this was their biggest
0: match that they've ever been in yeah well what amazes me is there still, like, they were able to make that jump I mean they both put on quite a bit of size mm-hmm. and they're still able to do the things that they were doing when they were Probably 20 pounds lighter. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's, uh, it's really great. I, I do think, like, Matt's gonna have to take some time off coming up here soon, though, because I, I really do think that his back is, uh, becoming an issue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, I mean, hopefully not before the end of the year. Right. Um, up next we had, uh, The Bullet Club, Cody, Hangman Page, uh, Marty Scurll versus I just refer to them as the Faces. Yeah, because it was Jushin Thunder Liger, Mm -hmm. Rey Mysterio, and Tanahashi. Yeah, who are like the biggest faces, not only in New Japan but kind of like around the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, Rey Mysterio might be one of the most recognizable wrestlers in the world, and then anybody who's familiar with New Japan knows who Tanahashi and you know, Justin Legger is. Yeah. Um, and I think it was the right decision having the bullet club go over, especially having Cody make the pin. Definitely. I mean, looking at the,
2: the guys on the other side of it, the, the faces, um, those guys didn't, they're not really involved in anything currently. Um, and I, I, I don't know how much they get out of winning. Whereas, uh, at this stage in the game, you know, Cody, Marty, and, uh, Hangman kind of all, like, this was a nice feather in their cap, and, uh, you know, they, I think they get more out of winning than, um, the other team would have. And this, you know, considering, uh, you know, the, the ongoing saga of the Bullet Club, that's the, that's the entity, that's the, the team that I think needs the wins and needs the momentum right now. Um, I think those other three guys are just fine. They're probably, you know, they show up in are towards the top of the card on any promotion in the world, um, regardless of, of a win here.
0: So, um, yeah, that was, that was the right call in my book. Yeah. And I mean, it, it didn't go on too long. Everybody got their things in and mm-hmm. I mean, it was,
2: yeah, it was a perfect cleanser in the, the top of the card. It probably didn't belong, you know, uh, quality wise with all the, um, these other ones, but it was a nice little, uh, like, I, like breakup, uh, of, you know.
0: It was a fun um, match.
2: Yeah, it was like fun. It, it was a nice, like palate cleanser,
0: um, amidst all these, uh yeah you know, slightly more important matches uh up next we had hiromu Ta- uh takahashi versus will osprey
2: mhm
0: and it looks like will osprey will be getting some much needed time off yeah good for him <laughs> that guy has absolutely just been killing it lately though mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. mean maybe to a fault <laughs> yeah um Hiromu Takahashi went over obviously Mm -hmm. and I think that's good because he's been I think he's been and this was for the IWGP junior heavyweight championship sorry I should have mentioned that earlier but Mm. I think I think Takahashi absolutely deserved it yeah yeah after uh
2: the performance he put on in the Best of the super juniors Mm -hmm. tournament um it's kind of funny that he's the, uh, he's kind of the, the, after it was all said and done, he's the one, uh, like out and out New Japan guy
0: that still has a belt after this weekend. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. foreigners with belts right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And by foreigners, I mean people not from Japan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you kind of hope that Daryl gets his own little mini, uh, championship belt? Oh, that'd be great! That'd be a really nice touch, actually. I hadn't thought of that. I just now, like, I was like, yeah. "Hey, <laughs> he totally deserves <laughs> a stuffed cat." Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I, as much as I like Will Ospreay, I, I'm glad to see him. Like, and here he's taking some time off now, mm-hmm. uh, because he almost died in New Orleans. Yeah, and. He's, yeah, and he was wearing a lot of trainers tape. He was wearing a heck
2: of a lot of tape. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. Uh, it was almost from like one shoulder to shoulder, and then like sort of up the neck and down the back
0: too. It didn't seem to slow him down at all, though.
2: Oh no, yeah, I was just about to say, you know, kudos to him for in what uh, it looks to be the match where uh, he he takes some time afterwards. It's not like he works an easy style. <laughs> On his way, uh, out, if you want to say that. Um, so yeah, he, he he's, uh, he's a guy that I think appreciates the like freedom and creativity, uh, that he gets from his current line of work. But he's a guy that if I was WWE, I'd be like desperately trying to sign, um, to either bolster the,
0: cruiserweights or um the the uk division it'd be such a shame to see him 205 live though Mm -hmm. i think he should stay in japan as long as he can and then when he's and when he's ready to like i guess make the big boy money like have wwe come begging for him yeah the better fit maybe that uk show yeah
2: because at least then it seems like the guys still have freedom to work indie shows and they will occasionally get to work uh an NXT card in the meantime too, like like a Pete Dunn. Wouldn't mind seeing Osprey on
0: a a Pete Dunn like schedule. Yeah. Um up next we have I guess like the, they like to call him the co-main event. Chris yep. Jericho versus Naito for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. this was a a brawl, an absolute. It started off really nice. I was. Mm-hmm. Were you kind of surprised that uh, Jericho was getting the the face reaction that he was, considering <laughs> like his place in the match?
2: Considering
0: kind of everything,
2: um, you know, it's. Considering Naito's popularity, considering kind of their leanings going into the match, considering how they acted within the match, um, you know, uh, it's 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 weird. I I know Jericho like had some very early career stuff in Japan, but I doubt any of that has garnered him that much goodwill out there and i know the, the wwe isn't like super popular out there um you know it's it's still the biggest it's the biggest wrestling company company in like any country but it's not like where it is here or even in like the uk or something it's 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 still like somewhat niche over there and even jericho even though he's like an all-time great performer he was never really a mainstream star. Um, So it's, I I don't know that, 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 that long winded little trail there was, I, I I don't necessarily think that it was like nostalgia pops. So I don't know what it was that made it. So what it was that endeared him so much, to the Japanese crowd, it seemed like, Just about everything was working against him, you know, on purpose. Like, he was supposed to be the big
0: villain, and he got, like, a hero's response in some ways. Maybe it was that super awesome hat and makeup that he came out in. Probably that. (laughs) What was that?
2: Uh, This is what happens when uh, people don't have people around that tell them things... Aren't not that they're necessarily a bad idea, but that they aren't a good idea. Like this is one of those things where if he like came out of the locker room and uh, made his way out to Gorilla to go through the curtains, uh, in WWE somebody would have stopped
0: him. Been sort of been like, wash yeah. that shit off your face. Yeah. <laughs> What are you wearing a hat for? Yeah, <laughs> you look like a yeah. jackass.
2: Yeah, and this one they're just like, yeah, we're just happy you're here. That looks looks great. Looks cool.
0: Oh, it was so bad.
2: Yeah, the weird thing for was me he was hungover? he hung over. He might have been. He
0: looked really hung over. Like his eyes were like bloodshot.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. God, that might have been the. Whatever
2: he used, like, running into his eyes or something, maybe. He probably used, like, a Sharpie marker. (laughs) The bulk of the makeup (laughs) was, like, around his eyes. It was just kind of a weird thing, because it's never been a Jericho thing to wear makeup. He was wearing
0: makeup when he jumped him the first time, too. Or not the first time, but, like, the... Right, yeah. When he was wearing the mask.
1: (sighs) Yeah,
2: it's... I don't know. it, It definitely seemed like... Jericho's a guy who you know he gets a lot of credit for um being a guy who will constantly reinvent himself and is looking for new ways to keep his character fresh and new spins to put on his character and um for all the like innovations that he's done um there's stuff like this where it's like Yes, it is, it's technically different than stuff you've done before, but it doesn't necessarily fit in anywhere. And it is, it just kind of seems like it's new and different for the sake of being able to say he's the guy that is always new and different. You know, oh, it doesn't guess. really fit into the storyline at all. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't, I, I mean, I, Thought once it got going,
0: it was like oh, it was addition. fun. It was a great match. Yeah. Like ignoring the fact that he was a little doughy, hungover, and made up like a mm-hmm. goth the, kid. I mean, it was the part that I found weird from his just from his like presentation
2: was that he was pushing this new you know with the hair, with the makeup, the the this was his first match in pants in a while too,
0: and he was wearing like leather pants.
2: Yeah. Um... For all the effort that he put into like freshening up the character, um, he also still came out with like the jacket and the scarves too, which I thought was a, uh, a rare misstep for Jericho. You know, if he was really pushing, um, some new look, he shouldn't have leaned so much on
0: established Jericho tropes, Jerotropes. Did if you will did like Alice Cooper die or something? Maybe it was like a, a a tribute. Oh,
2: you know what? I thought I was thinking the whole time it was like a Clockwork Orange thing.
0: It looks now that, it looks now more that like Alice Cooper. Yeah,
2: now that you mentioned Alice Cooper,
0: the Clockwork Orange or the Crow or something like that. Mm-hmm. But no, Alice Cooper really is. It it seems more like mm-hmm. he was wearing was he wearing lipstick too? I know he was when he when he jumped him. I think he was wearing lipstick. I can't remember i'm i need to pull up that's picture. the
2: other thing too is it, it wasn't even like full makeup it was even kind of just like half-hearted makeup but it was like light makeup all over not just light makeup some places
0: oh uh, um i like the uh, tom sibley was referring to him as jericho <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good <laughs> But no, Alice Cooper, like he definitely looks like he's trying to be Alice Cooper. I can't find any pictures of this somehow. Nah. I. Nope. Oh, yep. There, there's one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a shame. Well, he went from being like in the swamp in like a baseball hat to like. Uh, it doesn't. We're, we're. I'm beating a dead horse here. we don't. We don't need to talk about how ridiculous he looked. It was a great match. Um, from start to finish, when it finally got started, he busted him open pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we have a new IWGP Intercontinental Championship or a champion.
2: Yeah.
0: And yeah, that... this was a bit of a surprise, just because you know he's not working any of the upcoming like U.S. shows.
2: Right. Uh, but you know what? I think we're all getting a little bit better, well-versed in Jericho speech and all this, I'm not going to be at this card, I'm not going to be at that card, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. Um, I feel like he's he's, he's going to appear sooner than we, we think he is. Um, I almost wonder if he will be holding this, if this is like a prop or like a, a thing for him uh, for his cruise.
0: I mean the cruise, maybe. Um, I think he's kind of teased having a match like with the Young Bucks as like mm-hmm. Y2 Jackson. Yes. So I actually have I've I i do not think I've missed
2: an episode of the the new the new season, if you will, Being of the, the elite. elite
0: oh, yeah. so you're finally watching? <laughs> you missed some of the like the great ones then though, like the the. I don't know. If you ever get a chance to go back, if you if ever I just... ever
2: get bored, yeah, I'll, I'll start watching them all. But
0: the new has
2: been great. It always seemed like this kind of tough task of like, know, there's like a hundred of these, you know. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, I,
0: I get it. Um, I haven't gone back and watched any like the old ones. I pretty much started from like current and went on, but it's been like fifty something episodes for me now. Mm-hmm. Um. But he has very, like... And I, and I think he's serious about it, because I really don't think he wants to ruffle too many feathers with Vince McMahon. He said he won't perform for another company in the United States.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he said he won't be at, um, like, all-in, because, I mean, he tried to say it in a nice way, but basically it's beneath him. Yeah. <laughs> he, um,
2: he, I'm, I'm surprised. Wondering if, I'm wondering if some of that stuff isn't this new persona of his um but and i do believe i I buy 100 percent the not wanting to perform for another promotion in north america um i buy that i also think it kind of works against for the first time in a while really um jericho has a bit of novelty to his act um and that's not to say that he's not bring in entertainment on his own merit it's just uh the stuff with the wwe is like yeah jericho good that's kind of what he does we get it he's he's here he's a normal part of the roster um but like the stuff he's done in japan kind of feels like special and seeing him hold that iwgp intercontinental belt that same belt that like omega and tanahashi and uh, Naito right here, Nakamura um, Naito might also be the held... worst
0: example Of holding that title though Right <laughs> He um, kind of treated it the same way That Roman Reigns treated right. the IC championship
2: mm-hmm. and But it's championship. just It's just kind of surreal To Have Jericho be The champion with a, a lineage such as that yeah. um, But I, I kind of think it's cool
0: Oh yeah, I, I'm. I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm. I'm mm-hmm. perfectly fine with it. It's just, I don't know. I know in New Japan they kind of use the titles whenever they want to. So, and, but it's not like a thing that says, "Oh, you have to defend this every 30 days." So it's right. not like that big of a deal that he probably won't wrestle with it again for like a year. But um, <laughs> I feel like it'll be sooner than that. Know, but... You, yeah, but it's it's going to yeah. be a while. It's going to be something special too. Yeah, he's not just gonna work anybody, and he said that he's like, well, what's the point if I'm not making like money, you know? If I'm not Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, what what's the right. point? Right, I get it.
2: I I, th- <laughs> I kind of think that those were in character statements, but um, I it's it's weird. I, I I feel like the next thing for him is evil. That that seemed to be what they were presenting. Um, that's a weird one though that is a weird one there are so many more guys that I would prefer seeing him even within uh, LIJ there are more different guys I'd prefer seeing him with like I think he could have uh, I think the guy I'd go directly to next if it's not just a rematch with Naito would be Sonata and then if not Sonata I actually think he could have a really fun um, match with Bushi, that could be kind. They could use those um, great matches he had with Rey Mysterio at really any intersection of their careers. They because they've kind of wrestled in every single promotion. Jericho and Mysterio, but specifically the um, in like the late 2000s, uh, it was Jericho, you know, and fully entrenched in that like great heel run he had right after he had like cut his hair and had just gone to the trunks and was wearing suits and cutting the the troglodyte uh, promos and stuff. He had a couple uh, really good matches with Mysterio where he got to, similar to this, uh, the angle he's kind of been running in Japan where he's more of like a bully than a like in-ring technician. And um, it, it was a rare, like circumstance where he was able to use like a, an even more expansive move set. He's already had, you know, he's the man of a thousand and four holds. and I'm sure he's expanded <laughs> upon that. Cause that was 20 years ago. Now we're talking when he cut that promo. Um, but, um, now nah, he, he was able to do like some more like power moves that, um, were a bit more part of his uh, like cruiserweight moveset, which I liked. The another thing I liked about this match, um, I think it was kind of overshadowed a bit, both in like meaning, in like overall match quality, and like spectacle. There's some matches that on this card, uh, one specifically that I think kind of outshined it and loomed over it, but I, I really liked this match, um, and that may just be my. My, my Jericho bias coming out, but I liked some of the nods to um, his cruiserweight run, yeah, in, in WCW, and that's those were some of the spots in the the Mysterio match um, that I think would be the long long rant short. Uh, it would be fun to kind of revisit those with like a, a bushy feud, but. Uh, if it, if it were me, I would probably just do the rematch with Naito. Um, if I'm doing it within the the stable, it'd probably be like a Sonata or a Bushi. But, um, what I would ultimately like to see is, um, like Jericho Tanahashi or, um, Jericho Okada like non title I think would be a, a
0: very interesting match. I'm sure that's something he would be all about. Yeah, that would be interesting.
2: Mhm.
0: I think yeah, actually cuz I I know he wants to take some time off.
1: Mhm.
0: And then but yeah, I mean but I'm sure Jericho doesn't want to wrestle again right away, but mm-hmm. actually I would very much like to see that. And and Tanahashi yeah. too.
2: I mean, yeah, honestly, it didn't seem like that long of a time, but if you consider it went from, like, January 4th until it was, like, six months. It didn't seem like it was six months, but this was more than six months
0: in between matches. Give him one against every one of the leaders. Give him one against, like, Suzuki or Minoru Suzuki.
2: Oh, that is one I didn't know I wanted until you (laughs) mentioned it. But actually, one I think I might even want more than Suzuki. But within that stable
0: is Jericho and uh, Saber Junior. Yeah, well, Saber Junior and anybody would be just a fantastic right. match. Just the way he works. I mean, mm-hmm. he's like one of my favorite guys. Like period. Just, right now,
2: Jericho, you have one of the most like innovative and kind of special standout guys from his generation versus. They don't really, you don't necessarily think of them as having similar styles, but in like that regard, they kind of have similar styles. Um, Saber and and Jericho, and that'd be a, a really fun. I feel like that'd be something that um, would be just different, um, and it would be uh, like I think those guys would gel really well together. And yeah. now I'm disappointed that we don't get it because.
0: Jericho doesn't have this much time left in his career. Oh
2: yeah, he only has so many matches, and I don't know where on the list Saber is, but oh, I don't know. I'd love to see it.
0: All right, um, moving on to our main event, mm-hmm. and what did this one get like seventeen and three quarter stars or something like that?
2: Yeah, the whole star stuff is like ridiculous. The, the
0: scale's broken. I mean, um, it, yeah, it's. I don't know if this is a. Uh,
2: a seven out of five rated match, or just the scale is now seven stars, and that means every five-star match that has been is now, like, a five out of seven. (laughs) But, yeah, uh, enough about Big Dave. Uh, This match was was good. Where do you think it fits in their catalog of...
0: This was the best one. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. This one, it, it got the time... Mm-hmm. It didn't get old, like, no matter how repetitive it got. Well, they all got the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this one, though, I mean, mm-hmm. this one felt more, I, I know it was only, like, four minutes longer than, like, their next longest one, but I, I don't know, it felt really, um, I don't know, having, like, the three falls, like, stipulation was very, um, I guess it seemed to break it up a little bit more.
2: Yeah, it was. it was the right call, I think. I I think for a a stipulation like this, a guy, uh, a rivalry where the guys didn't really have any animosity other than like um, Okada keeps kind of like eluding Omega. Um, Like they both want the belts, but there's not really like, they're not really like wronging each other really. Um, Other than maybe like early, early on in the feud when. Omega was still doing the Bullet Club stuff. Um, so, like, a, 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 a more, like, extreme, like, hardcore stipulation I don't think would have made sense, but I did think you needed to do something more than just a singles match. So I think uh, the match that has been... The, the feud that has been built primarily around, like, in-ring quality, um, I like that the stipulation was... Um,
0: it built into that, you know. Yeah. yeah. Did you think it was an interesting choice to have uh, Kota Abushi come out with him? Um. No, I mean that's
2: uh, I would have expected if anybody at the time was going to come out with him, it'd be either Abushi or nobody.
0: It, it's 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 funny because you get like all all this like extra information, like having watched like. Uh, like, being in the elite, you get, like, this New mm-hmm. Japan backstory that you just don't get in the United States. Mm-hmm. So, I guess that's, like, one thing, and that makes it make more sense. But I think for, like, somebody who only, like, tunes in for the pay-per-views, yeah. it would be kind of like, okay, well, who's this guy? I mean, I guess they, right. they did wrestle <laughs> together, but it's like, uh-huh. you know, it was always Kenny in the Bucks. Yeah. Um, which, it looks like it will be again. Yeah. Are you going to get a uh, Golden Elite t-shirt? Mm. I actually, I've, I like that shirt a lot. I know, I've I, been thinking about it. You can actually wear it, and like, it's not super obvious that it's like a wrestling shirt.
2: Cause mm-hmm.
0: It's just like their other Elite shirt, but you know. Yeah. The, the It's a very, a very ambiguous, I guess is the word. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the... the this match was fantastic, though. I like the fact that like the first pin came off of like kind of like a roll up, yeah. And then yeah, well.
2: and I like that Okada got the first pin too. So it was Omega needed a win, needing to win twice, right? Needing to beat the guy that he was only able to beat once, two yeah. times consecutively. And I liked all the the spots that built off of spots in previous matches. I mean, this had everything you'd want from what will likely be you know well i mean actually you know what okada is probably going to get a rematch but (laughs) this had everything you would have wanted from uh a like final chapter and a rivalry even though it 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 is it's probably not the last time we'll see them
0: no wrestle do you think that they'll ultimately put the belt back on um okada before um if and when Kenny decides to leave. Oh, definitely. Which could be, from what rumors are, there's a good possibility of him and the Bucks leaving at the end of the year. I think wherever they go, they're going together, though.
2: Yeah, that's kind of what it, it appears
0: to be. And I wonder if Ibushi's going to be mixed up in that as well.
1: <sighs> He's... He's
0: The problem with Ibushi is just that he stands out from the other three. Mm-hmm. Just because he's, you know, actually Japanese and the other three are foreigners. Yeah. And, like, in Japan, like, it's more so, like, we could be like, oh, well, one of them's Canadian, two of them are from California, and one of them's from Mm -hmm. Japan. It's not as big of a deal. But, like, in Japan, you see a Westerner, or or three Mm -hmm. Westerners. Yeah. Because, you know, Canada's Mm -hmm. West, but, uh, and then, like, a native guy. Yeah. So it's kind of, I don't know.
2: Abushi's a guy that I don't know unless he comes into some financial hardship. I don't know that he's ever gonna come over. It's uh-huh. a WWE full time. I think he'll jump at another opportunity to do something like the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. Um or yeah. maybe to do one of those one offs like Liger got. Um which was kind of a cool thing that NXT really hasn't done again. And not just specifically with Liger, but just the the idea of like a, a
0: one off yeah i think that was really cool i I, I think we kind of i don't know (laughs) we've talked about this multiple times when we talk about like the 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 like travesty that is like tyler breeze's career yeah um but uh ibushi though do you think that they would put the heavyweight championship on him or do you think Kenny Omega would have to drop it? Because I think Kenny Omega is going out on a feud with Ibushi. He could probably be like
2: a transitional champion. Like, I could see if Omega's time in Japan is like running out and he only in theory then has so many matches um, and he says, well, I want to go out against my friend. Um, I could see him dropping to Ibushi and then Ibushi's like program afterwards being Okada and Okada gets the belt back that way but um, I, no I just don't think that of of all the like positives that just kind of doing your own thing can bring Obushi, like he's able to go and like be really creative with some of the weird stuff he gets into with DDT and being able to come over and shoot a couple NXT tapings and participate in the the cruiserweight classic um and then like you know do the the stuff with new japan um i don't know that any company would look at him as like oh he's going to be our guy because you never really know he seems to be um somewhat hesitant to commit to a promotion and so i think a promotion would then likewise be hesitant to commit to him um but yeah, I don't know. I I I I think it in like a, a transitional role, or if the right like story has a chance to present itself, I think he could be a new Japan champion. I just kind of think that there are there are probably guys that they have um, uh, a bigger priority, not priority, but maybe they they see as like a bigger stars and guys who are a little more loyal to the promotion i I think we'd i think we'd ultimately get another lengthy okada run uh i think we'd we'd likely get a proper naito run um maybe even one last tanahashi run uh but i think those are all possibilities for the the company before they they do a Maybe not Tanahashi. Tanahashi's another Tanahashi run. I think would be somewhat more as likely as having Ibushi getting a, a proper rain. But yeah, there you go. There's your state of Kota Ibushi.
0: <laughs> and what do you think of uh, the upcoming uh, Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes? Or, sorry, just Cody. Uh, match, do you think Cody's the next uh, the c- correct next opponent for him? Or uh, were you kind of surprised by this?
2: I'm surprised by it because they they had, you know, the the big blow-off at Supercard of Honor. Um, I mean, they, it was left somewhat open-ended, and with the, like, relationship that each have with like the bucks and everything um it's it's kind of always an ongoing thing um and then i i i think it's weird because the the angle new japan is definitely spinning is um featuring westerners in that uh cow palace card Mm
0: -hmm. like that's that's i mean that makes sense
2: clearly what they're angling for yeah um I just, I, if it were me, I mean, it's going to be a, a cool card anyway. If I lived on the West Coast, it'd be a, a stop I'd be looking to make. But um, if it were me and I was like a resident of the Bay Area um, and I saw, oh, New Japan's coming to town, um, I'd be somewhat disappointed. It's unfair to say that I'd be somewhat disappointed. I think it'd be more like uh, I would have more been looking forward to. Really, kind of seeing the New Japan guys featured, and that seems more like a Ring of Honor.
0: Well, because his contract is with Ring of Honor, it's not with right. New Japan. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. So, um, but no, I
2: I think that'll be fun, and I liked the the stuff from the the YouTube show of uh, Cody Rhodes. He was inches from reconciling mm-hmm. with uh, with, yeah, with but Kenny but
0: that show really does a good job like filling in the gaps mm-hmm. like yeah. I started watching it just because I thought it was funny and then I guess more so like recently it's gotten more like storyline mm-hmm. and I think that's really good alright any other comments about uh, Dominion before we move on
2: Now nah, we should probably move on <laughs>
0: All right, up next we've got NXT Takeover Chicago Two. Yep, um, and we're gonna start off discussing the Undisputed Era versus Oni Larkin and Danny Birch for the Tag Team Championship. Mm-hmm.
2: This match will be good, no doubt. Um, I guess I just didn't realize that the NXT tag division was this thin because this seems like what would have otherwise been just a really good like NXT regular show main event match.
0: Well, I don't think it is that thin as much as like these guys probably like realistically are one of the better tag teams cuz they've still got like War the War Raiders. They have War Raiders. That they're trying to hold off on. They've got is it TM61? They do have TM61. And I guess they're they're still trying to build them. Uh, yeah, they've got like the Street Profits, who I guess they finally killed their run. Yeah, it was a shame. They were fun for a little bit. Um, I, I don't I don't think that it's necessarily like shallow as much as like they just prematurely moved up to tag teams that like maybe could have helped a little bit. Yeah, but maybe they were gonna do a tag team Money in the Bank match. Well, that's why. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they they really like they really caked their pants on that one and just kind of. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, but I mean, I think this will still be great. I think uh, Larkin and Birch are definitely like underrated.
2: Oh no! <laughs> I, the, as far as like match quality goes, it's I it, this will be. It's it's uh, nice I,
0: it's nice to see them actually getting used in like a spot that's yeah. like somewhat prominent.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, I, I guess. It's mm-hmm. the lowest, like... It's it's the lowest prominent spot, but it's a prominent spot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there's that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot to say about the match. I think it's going to be good. Um, I don't foresee the Undisputed Era dropping the titles.
2: No, definitely not.
0: Like, ever, but... Um... Speaking on the Undisputed Era, are you surprised not to see uh, Adam Cole on here, though? Yeah, there's some pretty big names missing. Just because this would be his first title defense at a takeover?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Although he is apparently defending it at... um, What's the other one that WWE owns but doesn't acknowledge? Cedric wrestled over there a few times, too. Uh... Do you mean evolve? Yeah, yeah. That, that that that's more of a like working relationship. I thought they owned it. Not to my knowledge. Oh. Okay, well, yeah, he's he's defending it at evolve. Huh? Apparently, it's I only know deal. this because I follow Adam Cole on uh, Twitter, though. Yeah, I know they've had,
2: you know, they've had like Cedric show up, and I think they've had some of the UK guys show up, but. Yeah, Adam Cole defending the belt. That's a it's a pretty big get for them.
0: It's a very generous loan for WWE. Well, it's his first one too, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see exactly where it is. I'm pretty sure though. Yeah. Uh, against Walter. Ah. At uh, at Evolve. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's what's happening. Cool, but yeah. Other than that, it's kind of disappointing not to see Adam Cole on the card anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we're going to have—I I have no idea what order these are going to be in. They put it in a really weird order on Wikipedia, just right. for the match card. But um,
2: yeah, I doubt Alistair Black will be second from the bottom. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll call it. Ricochet versus the Velveteen Dream. Mm -hmm. And this is probably the match that I'm most excited about on this card. Me too. Not to take anything away from, like, the gargano Champa blow-off, but Mm -hmm. Ricochet versus the Velveteen Dream has been, like, I want to say unintentionally the best built. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Just because it didn't seem like they were putting all their focus on it, but it somehow like seemed to be... I don't know. They, they just seemed to work it better than Johnny and uh, Tommaso did. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it's just... Looking at the card, um, I know it'll wind up being good, like the whole build and whatnot has been good, but Gargano and Ciampa is... Like far from a new thing. I mean, this is gonna be this event here marks the one year mark of like the start of it. So it's even though it's been good, it's been entertaining, it's been you know maybe argu- arguably the best thing that has been put on by a WWE product this year. It it isn't like new. It isn't new and exciting like uh, Ricochet and Velveteen Dream is. Um, so I don't think there's I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with, uh, with how you feel about Ricochet and, and Dream. That's a, it's kind of where I am too, um, and it's 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 unfortunate that I think Alistair Black is in a somewhat lackluster program too. Um, but now this is this is easily where my hopes and anticipations are for. Kind of how this is the linchpin match, I think, for for this card. This is what will make it uh, either a memorable takeover or,
0: you know, just another one. Um, yeah, I'm um. I don't know, man. Like, Velvet Team's really like. I have a feeling he's losing this, but at the same time, like mm-hmm. Velveteen is like absolutely like he—he's my favorite thing going in NXT. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it's close between him and Champa, just because Champa has so much like heat. Um, but that's starting to wear out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I really think Velveteen Dream is like my favorite thing going, and I really wish they could find a way. And I don't know if we necessarily need another Velveteen Dream Alistair Black match, but I really wish they could find a way to get him into like the title picture.
2: Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I think Velveteen Dream needs to win one of these.
0: Um, yeah, but it's not going to be against Ricochet.
2: It's not going to be against Ricochet, no.
0: Maybe SummerSlam. Yeah. But who, I mean, I don't know. We don't, we don't need to speculate, like, the SummerSlam weekend we can... We can be in the here and now. I guess we'll find out tonight like what's happening, so mm-hmm. um Okay. Um and I guess an easy transition is Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa in a Chicago street fight. Yes. Um
2: which to their credit is actually a match that they've done before Chicago Street Fights. I think it was a Ambrose and Harper. Yeah, Ambrose and Harper and I think it was like a a Road Warriors kinda signature match for the when they were in like the NWA and whatnot. So this is this is not your like symphony of destruction or whatever or your when we went to the house show and got a Raleigh Street fight. This isn't just like <laughs> crowd pandering, this is actually kind of a match that has some historical
0: precedent i feel like in a chicago street fight there would be gun violence
2: yeah um, and uh hot dogs with unnecessary condiments and uh disgustingly thick pizza that's right i said it
0: you don't like deep dish
2: i don't like your food chicago it's not my favorite kind of pizza
0: i like deep dish it's fine if i just I, I don't if i, I don't s- like if i still eat bread I don't really like having to use silverware to eat pizza. I love using silverware to eat pizza. <laughs> I love eating using silverware to eat most things. Anyway, that's not the point. Um <laughs> This is gonna be a good match. It, it, the, not trying to imply that this match is going to be boring, it's just that we've seen it. Yeah. And I d I don't know like how much further up they can go from like mm-hmm. their last one. That that's the thing, is it really would have been a good I get that you need, like, the blow-off, but, like, mm-hmm. it's just really, if they keep doing it after this, if we get a third match, there's going to be a revolt, because they need to cool it for a while. Yeah, this kind of has to be it. It's and it's, I... it's going to turn into the point, and I know it's not to this extreme yet, but it's going to turn into the point where it's, like, Ambrose and Owens, or Owens and Zayn, mm-hmm. or Owens and, like, anybody he feuds with. Yeah. Um... However, I am excited about it. I think it's probably going to be at least a four or a five or whatever the scale is now. A six star match, I guess, is average. Um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With the new scale, it'll be uh, five and three quarters. Todd Meltzer's a real asshole. Um, he's ruining my life. He's just a- it's either good or bad. It doesn't. It doesn't have to like be mathematical or whatever, right? You have to go through, like, to say that, is, you'd have to go through and you'd have to rescale every match that's ever happened in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. It's all relative. I don't care about some guy who wears cargo shorts and hoodies um, <laughs> and as an adult. Yeah. Uh, So, moving on, I, I think this is just, I don't want to say it's lackluster, but I'm just not as interested in this match. Like, I'm definitely going to be excited to watch it, but like talking about it doesn't thrill me. Uh, actually, a lot of NXT like talking about it doesn't really thrill me beyond like Ricochet and the Velveteen Dream. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be a solid card with only five matches. It's gonna outshine Money in the Bank easily tomorrow. Um, so, that being said, unless you have something else to say about that match, we are moving on to Shayna Baszler versus Nikki Cross.
2: Now let's let's talk about. Uh... Baszler and Nikki Cross.
0: Um, actually, I think this is going to be a good match, too.
2: This will be a good match. I think this has the opportunity to be Baszler's best, and that is um, not to take anything away from uh, the Ember Moon matches, but I, I think she was kind of She overrated. was in a tough spot, yeah, with the Ember Moon matches, where Ember Moon just wasn't really clicking and um, yeah, I think that kind of affected the rivalry. But ever since that point, you know, Basler's really gotten over as like the big bully. Um, and I liked the stuff with Dakota Kai because she uh, she's like was like the, the, the perfect one to have chosen to kind of be the rag doll for Shayna Baszler. And mm-hmm. now, you know, this is thankfully why a lot of people were. Um, kind of up in arms when Nikki Cross wasn't a part of the Sanity call-up and now like they're not on TV and she's about to have one of the better matches of oh, a weekend of like stacked well, not
0: stacked cards but, She could uh, end up <laughs> still being part of it <clears throat> Yeah, like if yeah, this I mean, is her send-off <laughs> By the time Sanity actually hits TV yeah, she could very well be a part of the team But They're hitting TV on Sunday It's happening Yeah yeah, I think so. I'm I'm calling it now. Okay, they're hitting TV after the the Blooded Brothers tear apart the club. It, they have to. There's nobody else. There isn't anybody else to. Um, Until WWE's the... fault. <laughs> um. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, I I actually I think this is going to be a good match. It's a mm-hmm. it's a very good um. I like uh, Nikki Cross as like kind of the the protagonist, mm-hmm. even though she's kind of like playing the antagonist, right? I guess I don't know. Um, <laughs> I I did like Dakota Kai. I actually, I really like Dakota Kai. I'm glad that they they actually like signed her and they're using her. And I think she's gonna have a big spot. Mm-hmm. She might be one of the next. Um, like, big women's names on that roster coming up, I don't think that they've, you know, destroyed her progression yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if she's going to be the one to take it off of Basler or anything like that, but I think she's going to get put back into that picture again. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Um, all right. You ready to move on to Alistair Black versus Lars Sullivan? Yes. This is probably, I don't know, this might be like as good as Andrade and Alistair ended up being.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm about the same amount of excited going in for this one. And it's weird because Alistair Black's a guy that I really like, and I'm really excited to see somebody like him as like the champion, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But they keep putting him against these guys that I just don't care about.
2: Yeah, I wonder if they are trying to use his kind of like his overness that I, th- I think has plateaued a bit, if we're being honest, um, to try to elevate some other guys. Uh, I very much doubt that. Um uh, Lars Sullivan's gonna win the belt here, but I think the hope is just having him in a match like this that some of Aleister Black's overness will rub off on him. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be fine. I mean, I, I think they'll be able to tell, uh, a, a good enough story. I, I think it'll be the, the well. Uh, you know, black be able to fend off the, the guy who I guess is, well, he may not be the largest. He's one of the larger singles competitors that NXT has. There's some big bodies in the tag division, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It, I think we'll, we'll get some like fun power spots from Sullivan and we'll get some brutal striking from, from Aleister Black, and I I fully expect him to to maintain.
0: I hope so, but I've seen questionable things before. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Never say never with the company. Yeah, especially WWE, if Vince decides, oh, he's so much taller. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Any other comments, concerns about NXT TakeOver? Or NXT in general. I mean, why not? I feel like we kinda skipped over the fact Um, that NXT I I I think we're like short short shortchanging NXT a little bit. It's just not a very exciting card.
2: Yeah, well yeah, and that's the thing is these cards are always so good that it's like this is oddly enough where a benefit of having some lousy takeovers would like you know, like they've always been good. So it's like If everything is good, then in a weird way, nothing is, you know, because then good just becomes normal and then everything's normal, right? Right. You know, so and that's kind of where they've been since they've been airing these takeovers on the network. Um, They've just always been at this this level and I don't know, like there will be some some really good matches. Uh, I just I don't know. I think two of them have a chance to be special. Um, one of them has a chance to be special within its own like, category, I guess. Mm. Like I think the women's match could wind up being... Uh, I don't know how this is going to come across, but <laughs> I think it'll, it could wind up being
0: special for a NXT women's match. Well, I think women have had like great matches. I think the Sasha and Bayley match was... Well, specifically in NXT, yeah. I mean, but since then, it's just... It's how they use them after they leave NXT. Like, the mm-hmm. women are... You can actually, like, get into it. They have good matches in NXT, and then they're put up on the main roster
1: mm-hmm.
0: where they're, like, wedged into this three-hour show that they somehow don't have time for.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's just... Uh, they ruin it. <laughs> mm-hmm. they, they really almost need to give them their... Like, get rid of Total Bellas, because I don't care about that. And like just add a women's show. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, you can continue with your thoughts. It's just I I don't know.
2: No, that's that's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, it'll be it'll be a good card, but um you know, it is what it is. Like if, if all your cards are special then none of them are special. And I think even though there hasn't been a drop off in quality um you know it's they're they either need to like scale back which would probably cause a bit of an uproar if some Nxt shows started becoming not so good or they need to find a way to push the envelope further and I don't, I don't really don't know how much they can improve so it's well, no, it's nothing to watch.
0: I think it's a problem when you only have five shows a year and they don't feel special anymore. Like mm-hmm. if if any of them don't feel special, like you only have five a year, mm-hmm. that's like you know that's less than you know one every two months. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you you just
2: do the the WWE tradition and you add an hour to the the card and <laughs> um, I think honestly, if they. Talked about how much we liked that Liger appearance and what it meant for Tyler Breeze's NXT run. Having extra time for something like that on every card. I kind of wish that there would be some sort of main roster representation. Considering how much trouble they have getting guys on for these co-grounded pay-per-views now.
0: Um, well, what's crazy... Having, it- yeah what's crazy is we've got a four hour show tomorrow mm-hmm. with what 11 matches yeah or they pulled one for raw right mm-hmm. there's only five matches tomorrow that's in what two and a half hours yeah they couldn't have added pete dunn and mike or and adam cole to this
1: mm-hmm.
0: are you gonna have you know two hour long matches and then a bunch of filler matches because yeah. Alistair Black and Lars Sullivan isn't going more than like fifteen or twenty. Mm-hmm. The Undisputed Era versus uh, Oni Lurkin and Danny Burch isn't going more than twenty minutes, mm-hmm. and I doubt Baszler and Nikki Cross is going more than twenty minutes.
2: No, I don't think Baszler's at a point where she's working twenty-minute
0: matches yet. So unless you do that, I mean, that's only—I don't know. I guess that's three hours, but that's with you know Al- that's with Ricochet and Velveteen, and mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano going an hour each, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen in the WWE. Right. So, I could see maybe Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, but not with a Chicago Street fight. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't really want to take this as an opportunity to go after the WWE, or especially NXT, because I think it's the one thing that's really working. But I guess now that I've gotten it out, um, I am more aware of my feelings towards it. So, mm-hmm. uh, Anyway, ready to move on to the Money in the Bank show? Yes. Which, God, this is going to be long. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, this, this is one of those cards where I, I wish that they would kind of announce what the match order was. So I can know what not to watch. Yeah, like, it. when and if I can start watching later into the show, or, like, just catch the opening match, and then, like, I don't know, <laughs> skip the next hour. Anyway, there, there will be some good stuff, undoubtedly, on the show, just what I foresee to be a lot of
0: nothing as well. Yeah, uh, where do you want to start with this one?
2: Um, we can try to anticipate uh level of significance, and I think looking at this, um, I guess the Bludgeon Brothers in the club is pre-show?
0: Is that what the little P next to the thing stands for? That could be a thing. That wouldn't surprise me. That's where it belongs. Anyway,
2: that's, that. that's probably the bottom of the card.
0: Oh, if that's, if that's pre-show, then Insanity's not coming up. Um,
2: but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I think the Bludgeon Brothers are crushing another established main roster team. Um, and they're going to get like minimal response. I've really soured on the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really hated how they, and I know this is like storyline, this isn't them actually doing it, but it's, it's more WWE's insistence on trying to get them over. Um, and then see me like kind of dropping them. Um, you know, they kind of sacrificed the New Day and, and the Usos for this team. And I don't think it necessarily got them over as this, um, you know, juggernaut tag team. Uh, and they really haven't been on TV that much after. You know, clearing out the division so easily. And I don't know that the club was the team to... I mean, they're the team to go with if they're going to lose in five minutes. But I don't know that they're a team that you necessarily buy if like the combined efforts of the Usos and the New Day can't beat the Bludgeon Brothers. And what is this like former joke team from Raw really going to do? I don't, I, I don't know. The, I, I kind of wish that they would get the belts off them. I feel like that's kind of what they have to do because they've already kind of, they tried to establish them as above all the other tag teams and so I'd like to get the belts moved and then like a reintroduction of those other tag teams.
0: Yeah. Oh, so I like, mean, I, they, like,
2: they're pretty good at doing that. Like, give me, if it's going to be Sanity then let's get the belts on Sanity and let's get us some New Day insanity, let's get us some Usos insanity, let's get us some Bar insanity. Uh really just like any combination of like those teams. And honestly, these guys, if they had just been like if they had I think they're somewhat handicapped by the fact that they wanted them to get over as such a dominant team. Um because Harper can can go, you know? Um and Rowan is decent in these matches where it can be protected a bit. Um, but instead of like trying to go with uh, situations where they could have more competitive and entertaining matches, they decided, no, they need to be dominant and their matches need to be seven minutes. And I don't know. It just, this whole thing hasn't really worked for me. And I'm, I'm ready for the, the belts to go elsewhere and to Start being used again. I, I it's it's crazy that we're like this time last year that Usos and New Day feud was like just getting started, <laughs> and here's where we are now.
0: You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really they're doing their best. I think they're just gonna do away with the tag team championship. Mm. They need <laughs> no, not actually, but it, it's, it's <laughs> such an afterthought. It's it's such a I don't know.
2: Well, it's like they proved last year on both shows. Between you had on one show you had Usos and New Day, and on the other show you had the Bar versus Seth Rollins and friend. Um, and like the the tag division was was great on both shows. They had two solid divisions, and then it's like at the drop of a hat they're like, "Hey, eh, you know what? We're not going to try with the tag di- divisions." And no,
0: it's like, and that why? was the most ambitious Ambrose that we've had in like forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Jason Jordan thing was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just can't get excited about tag matches anymore. Not, not that are this... like for something.
2: Yeah, not in this current state. Like, they'd have to build up Goodwill again.
0: Um,
2: but, yeah, I don't know. I think we've, we've given this match more time than it'll probably have, and definitely more than it deserves. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
0: What's next? Um, Lashley and Zane.
2: I was about to say Lashley and Zane. There was another <laughs> one I was about to say, but unfortunately, if that one is going to happen again, or if that one is going to happen, uh, well, I guess it would happen because it didn't happen. All right. Anyway, yeah, Lashley and Zane.
0: Yep. I really don't care. It's just... Uh, Um, I don't
2: either I actually think as time has gone on This feud has been better for Sammy Like uh, I I don't I think what is happening Is um, Not affecting him I I actually think it's like adding To his like heel Persona but I think it's like At the cost of Dragging Lashley down Like Lashley shouldn't be in such a goofy Storyline um, like the, the the shenanigans are like fine for a guy like Sami Zayn, but if they have aspirations for for Bobby Lashley, I, he's uh I don't know, like I don't want to say there's no salvaging him because that's that's too dramatic of a statement to make, but they really have their work cut out for him <laughs> if they want to like build him into a credible guy again. I mean, I guess. Really, all it would take was get him away from Sami Zayn, um, get him away from uh, microphones just in general, and just have him start pick a move, establish it as his finish, um, and just have him mow through guys. Uh, we don't really need – I don't necessarily think we need storylines. We definitely don't need storylines like this that try to – I guess they thought people would couldn't relate to him, so they try to humanize him a bit. And they played up his, like, military background and that he's, like, this family man or something. I don't know. It's just about everything they've done with Lashley since his return
0: has been weird and counterproductive. Give him Paul Elring. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? He's, he's around there somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I, I don't have much energy that I want to put in that match. Uh, it's just, I'm ready for it to be over with, and hopefully this will be it. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, what's the next <laughs> one that we don't care about? Well, the next
2: one is probably the one that may wind up main eventing the, the whole show. I don't know if you're
0: ready to talk about Jinder Roman yet, or if you even want to talk about it at all. I thought Jinder Roman got moved to Raw. It didn't happen, did it not? I didn't watch Raw this week. I I'll oh be cool honest. me either. I didn't watch <laughs> Raw or SmackDown.
2: I caught um, SmackDown, uh, but
0: I, meant, I had time to kill. I meant to go back and watch the Hulu cuts, but I was just way. SmackDown too busy was this actually week. pretty good. Like there um, a string of good matches. This
2: will be our our TV segment. I saw Joe week. got a haircut hmm A lot of haircuts going on. So SmackDown had Joe and Rusev, Daniel Bryan and Shelton Benjamin, and Nakamura Hardy. Oh so wow! You just, if you just sit down and watch those matches, yeah, gonna, they were that. all they were all fun TV matches. Um, and that's that's kind of what I anticipated SmackDown being after the shakeup is. Wow, it's going to be a really hard time for them not to have good matches on accident just because. Like, everybody on the, the show is good, and yeah, I, th- I think SmackDown is doing just fine, and Raw is
0: kind of the drizzles <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um. So, this doesn't have to do with anything, but what did you think of Baron Corbin's haircut? Big improvement. Right? He actually looks, like, decent. hmm And he can dress way better than Big and Cass he, can. He knows how to dress, yeah.
2: I think like he knows what his like style is, and Cass is like, they're, they just told him, like, hey, you gotta wear suits. So he, you know, he found one of Rhino's suits and put it on. <laughs> Rhino <laughs> dress is
0: better than that, though. Have you ever seen Rhino dress up?
2: Yeah, I mean, Rhino looked great on the campaign trail.
0: <laughs> he looked like he was going to the Kentucky Derby every day, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, well, crap, so... Oh shit. I don't know. Yeah, so watch what happened match. is
2: they um so we talked SmackDown, so now we can talk raw. What happened is Roman came out and they were gonna have the match and then they did this weird like tease to it maybe being the great Kali that was gonna sit in for Chinder but it it wound up being the great Sunil Singh and yeah. So that happened, so they saved the, the match for the, the pay per view, so you don't have to worry about it. God, raw. God, I hate the WWE. <laughs> so yeah, we we are still getting this match.
0: <sighs> I, I I just don't. I don't want it. I I, I might. Uh,
2: Honestly, I kind of hope it does go on last just so like
0: I can turn it off and go to bed yeah. An hour
2: earlier. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's really just disappointing. Mm-hmm. That, that ruins my whole weekend. I'm going to have to subscribe to High Spots again. <laughs> taking a break. Um, no, I'm not talking about this. I'm refusing to acknowledge its existence. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Um,
2: I mean, I, I, I think we're still in the stage where it's nice to see Daniel Bryan wrestling on a weekly basis, but... I kind of wish this feud hadn't gone longer than
0: a month. No, I I kind of do too. I I guess we'll kind of see like what kind of a situation Cass is in right now. Because if he wins, you know he might be okay. If he loses, it's pretty clear that he is on his way out because there's no real reason to keep him around. Well, apparently, he has heat with Enzo so. Oh, with Enzo? I thought he had heat like backstage with WWE as well. Oh, I mean, that's the report. I just wanted to...
2: Oh, set. yeah, Enzo okay, was pissed because Enzo. he didn't
0: finish the match with a torn ACL.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What a prick. <laughs> Man, I think that's just kind of Enzo's thing now. But...
2: I don't know. Yeah, this match is... It's kind of a weird build, because it's like they've been cutting promos on each other, but like sometimes they're not on TV and then their interactions on TV are like, I don't know. Like, like Daniel Bryan over the last month is like, he's had matches with Shelton Benjamin. He's had interactions with Joe. He's had, he had the match with Hardy and it's like, he's kind of, I I like how they're using Daniel Bryan, but then he also has this like, Feud with Cass that's also <laughs> running. Um, I don't know. It, it kind of comes across, oddly enough, as like Daniel Bryan's this like big deal, and like he has his sights set on like qualifying for the Money in the Bank or like you know uh, accomplishing things. And then like Cass's whole thing is like he's focused on Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan has like other things to do, but now that he's like pestered him enough, uh like Daniel Bryan is, is, is will have a match with him, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know. It just it seems it makes Cass look not that I want to be sympathetic towards him, but it it makes him seem, like, second-rate. <laughs> like That's if what he is. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's just... Well, I, the, the point, I think, of this feud is they want to get him over. Like, I think at one point, they'd like him to be over as uh, a big-time heel, but when you treat him as, like, you know, like the guy he's in a feud with doesn't particularly care or doesn't buy him as a threat or anything, I don't know. It's... Well,
0: a good uh, way to get I somebody do. over is to have a guy who's half your size tap you out. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, not even in, like, a long match.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not even in a match where, like, you were ever really all that dominant or anything like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you get manhandled by a 190-pound guy and tap out to him. And then, I guess you go nuts on him afterwards, but yeah. Yeah, you just lost to a 190-pound guy. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. I, yeah, questionable things. Um, Let's talk about something good. Rollins and Elias? Rollins and Elias. I think this is going to be a good match. I think it will be, too. Um,
2: And I think this will be somewhat telling towards... um, There's, I think we all kind of expect another Roman and Brock, but there have been some less than rumblings we'll call them whispers there have been some whispers that Seth may be the SummerSlam opponent for for Brock and um, not only do I think that would be I know they've already had a match if you want to call it that before um, but I would consider it fresh not only in comparison to it's, it's fresh compared to like Roman but um also, like that, Seth and that Brock were two completely different um, performers. I mean, I guess Brock was still kind of the same, but uh, the Suplex City was still somewhat novel at the time. Brock was in a lot better shape back then. Yeah, and Seth was definitely not where he is now. Um, and so I, I don't know. I, I in a, a perfect world for me. Uh, the SummerSlam match is Seth, and Seth is the one that wins the belt. Um,
0: but, I don't know. Well, well I, I, I think like the best way that they could do it with doing that is um, put the belt on Seth. Like, somehow put the belt on Seth, mm-hmm. have Reigns heel turn, and then let them have the feud that they never actually had. Yeah. Uh, just because they never got like their singles matched. And I don't know if anybody was really, like excited about that happening but it's Mm -hmm. it's just like something that they never did right um and i think that would be like the best thing is like seth keeps coming in and like taking roman's opportunities
1: Mm -hmm.
0: like maybe even inadvertently and that'd be a good transition into a heel for roman reigns and then we could start cheering for roman reigns yeah that'll teach him (laughs) i mean i unless you can see like a better way to do it No, I think that works for all parties. Gets the belt
2: off Brock, gets the belt onto Seth, uh, and puts Roman in a position
0: where uh, fans react appropriately to him. And then it's a win win win. And then Dean Ambrose, like that, gives him a good comeback, I guess, again. Mm -hmm. Because he's due back probably around SummerSlam. Yeah, he'll. I wouldn't be surprised if he was held off.
2: Until like the raw after to be yeah. one of the big big like surprises the night after.
0: Yeah, um, so that's, I don't know. I, I I'm excited about this match. Uh, I'm yeah. wondering um wondering, what shirt dad's gonna be wearing tomorrow. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> Just cuts them in half and sews them together.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. All right, you want to talk about some uh, women's matches, or do we want yeah. to jump into the ladder matches?
2: Uh, we can do the ladder matches back to so back. Let's get the uh, let's do the let's go through the the title matches. I guess we have three title matches here. We do. Uh, in order of probable importance, although not necessarily match order. Um, like I could, Carmella Asuka would be I, I, cause I think this is going to be the better of the two women's matches It's got to be Yeah uh,
0: although that, that other one's going to be a train wreck mm-hmm. Somebody might get injured Although I'm curious how they're going to get
2: Unless they do Asuka's not really in a, a position where Having a match where she toys with her opponent Makes sense No because, because she's a face Right. Well, she's a face and Carmella's been like kind of a pest to her, Mm -hmm. you know, like cheap shotting her and uh, running her down in promos and and stuff like that. So I don't really think it it fits in the storyline for them to finally be in a match and for Asuka to finally be able to get her hands on her and for her to, like, take her lightly. So I'm curious how this match gets out of like the five minute range. Um but I I wonder if um the the rumors of a, a return of a, a certain chinless superstar um are true and uh there's some there's an Ellsworth sighting that kind of prolongs the match and maybe even uh helps Carmella retain although I don't really know what the I don't really know what the the end game he is here with this one yeah i don't either um i feel like carmella almost has to retain because i don't know like (laughs) if she loses like she falls off the face of the earth and you know i don't know the next time we see her in another prominent role like this um and then on the same side if if asuka wins then like I don't know why. Why didn't she just win at uh, Mania? <laughs> there could always be a cash in, you know. Yeah, there could be a cash in. We'll see. But then there's also I feel like the cash in is is. I feel like a raw, uh, a raw woman is gonna win the briefcase, just because. Uh, Think that maybe they're out for for that title match. I don't know. Both of these title matches are kind of weird. Now that I think about it, like I'd kind of like to see more time with Carmella with the belt, just because she's like new. She's something different. I, I like Carmella with the belt. You know? Yeah, I do too. And especially if uh, they were, you know, like double down on that. It's, if Ellsworth is on his way back um, but yeah I don't know uh, like I said I, I feel like if if Oscar getting the belt here was the plan then why doesn't she just win at Mania like is it like is there that much of a difference in Carmella having a two month like kind of fluky reign and her just like failing to cash in or something like that um I, don't know. I just sometimes they do weird stuff I, I feel like they'll find a way to have a, a competitive match not in the sense that Carmela is hanging with Oscar but she uses as Booker T would say legal tactics and prolongs prolongs the match she uh, like I could see portions of the match where you know she does the old roll out of the ring um, and try to avoid contact we may get a spot where she tries to get disqualified or counted out only to be like stopped at the last seconds um, uh, there's there's plenty of stuff they could do I guess um, but we'll see I'm kind of curious the the finish for both of these women's matches. Yeah. Just because I don't think that there's an obvious one, and oddly enough, the intrigue for me is all in the finish, not necessarily in the matches. But I'm I am at least interested in how they they are going
0: to get out of these predicaments. Wouldn't it be funny if Ellsworth came in and helped Ronda Rousey? Yeah. Because that's what Rousey needs, is a lackey. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. (laughs) Um, And then it turns out he was supposed to help Carmella, and he got confused. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey. I really think somebody's going to get injured.
2: Depends on how short they keep it.
0: (laughs) No, I I, I think it's going to be short because somebody's going to get injured. Ah. Either Nia Jax is Mm -hmm. breaking Ronda Rousey's neck or... Mm -hmm. Ronda Rousey's. This is
2: a match where I honestly wouldn't be upset if they pulled a big swerve and it was like a bait and switch. Like if they they start wrestling and then I don't know, like they they get the match thrown out. Like I don't know, now it gets disqualified or counted out, or they they start brawling on the outside of the. The ring, and it's a double count out, or somebody interferes, or somebody cashes in, or like I, this is a rare situation where not getting this match uh, would actually be, I think, the preferred outcome for me.
0: This is a match I will not be paying that close of attention to. Yeah, I can honestly say that. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, I'm ready to move on to the AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura match. There we are. And this, this is the... will hopefully be the best of <clears> them. <throat>
2: this has been the best-built program. Some might say the only program that <laughs> <laughs> the company's done post-WrestleMania. Um, but I've really enjoyed it. I guess not to say that it hasn't been good. It's It's been really good. It's, it's like the... I, I feel like the builds to the WrestleMania match really should have been better. Uh, there was wasn't really much of one, but once they did the turn and started, you know, kind of developing and establishing heel Nakamura, like I don't know, this has been really good. And that is even with um, I don't know if you had noticed this, but I I hadn't noticed it. That's and this is why I bring it up. AJ hasn't actually competed since. He competed at WrestleMania, and he competed at Greatest Royal Rumble, and then he had uh, the match with Brian and I think, did they have a tag match the next week? That's been it. He's had, like, four matches since WrestleMania.
0: He had another match with Shinsky too. They did. That's right. At yeah, that I remember, and... Uh, I remembered when, like, he didn't do anything at um in, in Raleigh when they came, because I was, like, mm-hmm. kind of disappointed by that. Yeah, he, like, he had a backstage segment. I don't even yeah. think he was backstage. I'm pretty sure that was pre-recorded. It was probably pre-recorded. <laughs> that dude was not in North Carolina. Yeah.
2: But, yeah, apparently he's been working through some stuff, and that's why he's
0: had all of... I mean, he's an older guy. I'm not going to fault <laughs> him for that, but... He's had injuries since he's been mm-hmm. in the WWE, I think. Yeah. Um. I guess that's the case with, um. I don't remember who. Somebody else was banged up, too. And they were trying to keep his load off. Hardy is Hardy, yeah, Jeff Hardy. banged up. But... He's got some nerve problems.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so also maybe let him win matches with the twist of fate and quit having him
0: do the swanton. Quit having him do all the dumb shit that he does.
2: I, I hear that, and then like he wrestles a non-televised match that ends with a swanton. Yeah. And it's like, he's clearly not hurt because they're having him go out there and do stuff like that for the benefit of you know, 15,000, uh, uh, 15, 15 16,000 or whatever. PNC holds. Yeah. Um, like it's, it's like who is benefiting from that really. And like the big picture, like if he's hurt, like don't have him flip off the top rope, you know, <laughs> especially if it's
0: nerve and like back problems. Right.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I guess they, they don't have the best medical expertise as we learned.
0: Uh, Oh, it's cause they're week. too busy banging the female superstars. And yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> um, Tough week for Dr. Eamon. <laughs> uh, so maybe they'll take... Do you think they're going to take the belt off of AJ? I think if he's... if uh, Maybe they should just to give him the I rest. feel like they should, yeah. I, w- I would...
2: Give him some time away until SummerSlam? Move the belt onto Nakamura and take AJ off the road off TV until SummerSlam, yeah.
0: And up next, we have the two ladder matches. Yep. So we're finally, like, through this. Yeah. Do um, you want to start with the men's or the women's? Um, we'll go with, yeah, let's go ladies first. All right. So we've got Ember Moon, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Lana, Naomi and Sasha Banks.
1: Mhm.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I really wish they would have gotten one of the fa- or one one member of one of the factions in here.
2: Mhm. Yeah, Smash could probably use a Ruby Riot or a and or a um uh, who am I forgetting?
0: <laughs> uh, one of the iconics. So, who's your favorite to win it? Uh,
2: I feel like it'll be Natty, <laughs> but I, I think I would almost want
0: anybody else to win. Yeah, that's the thing. Other it's, than maybe, it's, it's like Sheamus winning it a few years mm-hmm. ago.
2: Other than maybe somebody like Lana, and that is nothing. Personally against Lana, it just I I feel like that would play out
0: too similar to what we got with Carmella. Yeah. Although I would like to see Mr. and Mrs. Money in the bank. Right. Yeah, that would be fun, of course. But um Yeah, I don't know. I just
2: I I'm kind of hoping that one of these goes to a face and they cash in like, ahead of time. I, I feel like for as many money in the banks as, as there have been now, um, they've really only done that twice. And every single other cash-in has been, uh, Champ is down, and here comes the briefcase. Um, and, you know, there's a reason that that is the case. I mean, it always gets a good pop. It makes logical sense, but... I don't know, just for the sake of changing it up. Like I I thought it was really cool when RVD used it to get a match at like an ECW branded show cuz it would be, you know, it would be considered some kind of home field advantage for him and um yeah, I don't know. I don't know who that person would be, but I it obviously lends itself better to being a face. So you're looking at Ember, Charlotte, Becky, Naomi. I guess Sasha's a face. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. That's, that's what I would prefer, but I feel like they're going to give it to Natalia and it's going to somewhat revolve around the Ronda Naya angle tonight. It may even be cashed
0: in. That would, well, that could be best case scenario then. I suppose so yeah I I would uh, the rumblings I've heard are kind of um, Natalia mm-hmm. so I mean I don't I don't really know how else you do it
2: I mean I they usually do a European tour I think it's in the fall I think they're doing it in the spring and the fall and I kind of think it'd be cool if they put it on becky and she announced ahead of time whoever the champ is at the tv taping and uh wherever they go that's closest to ireland (laughs) um and they do a big match there and even if it's just like a smackdown um build like the show around it I, i really wish they'd do more stuff like that um But uh, we'll see. It'll probably go to Natalia, and then she'll probably cash in on Ronda
0: that night. The problem with Becky Lynch winning it is that we'd have to hear her talk. And that's not good for anybody. She is the absolute worst voice. Give her a manager. (laughs) Paul Ellering. (laughs) Paul Ellering, yeah. He's working everybody. Paul Ellering or uh, put her in Titus Worldwide. Um. Yeah, Paul Ohring, he's the answer to everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I, I got nothing else on that match, I don't know. That's all I got, yeah, oh. is what I would
2: want to happen, and then what I think would happen.
0: And on for probably the, the co-main event with Roman Reigns and...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think that this will be the
2: the last match just because I think they like to keep that hint in your mind, the possibility that the, the winner is going to cash in. I feel like both the latter matches will happen before the main. Whether the main is, I could see the main being AJ Nakamura seems like the most logical to me. Uh, but I could also see it being Roman because Roman or
0: uh, Jackson Rousey. Yeah, I, I thought it was gonna be Jackson Rousey, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, who's your this favorite is, in this one? This is a harder one because there's so many guys that I want to win.
2: Tough one, yeah. I mean, I kind of feel the same way. Where I, 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 I definitely don't want them to do it like both. Like I, I don't want Faces to win both, and for both to like pick their spot, but. Um... Like, it would be nice if one of them, now that there are like two ladder, I mean, I guess having two ladder matches isn't a new thing, but I guess if you have the same concepts, um, but two different times, it's like doubly glaring when you kind of just use the same like tropes and cliches with it. Um, so I don't know. I mean, obviously from a a storyline perspective, I don't know that you could do better than. Miz getting the briefcase and holding it until a day where Brian wins the belt back and then cashing immediately. I think that's the best case. Like, yeah, like I go back and forth on what the better like atmosphere would be is Brian winning and getting a little bit of time to celebrate before the Miz comes out or like the ref's hand hits three or like the opponent taps out and then like immediately like Miz's music hits and you get like you get absolutely no time whatsoever to celebrate Brian just having won the belt and you have to wait for the Miz to come down to um take the belt back away from him. Um I I don't know. I just think that would be a it'd be a peak
0: cool moment um for for my money. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping happens, a hundred percent.
2: But like, I don't know that there's a wrong guy, other than uh, I was going to say Bobby Roode. But honestly, if they gave him the briefcase and turned him heel, it that'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. He, he might be the worst of the options, but I don't know that there is a bad option. Looking Finn, at it, Finn Balor's the bad option. Well, no, he's the if they. Decided to go with the uh, the the face wins it and calls a shot. Um, I think Balor is probably the best guy for that use of the of the briefcase.
0: Then he's just, just gonna eat a pin at SummerSlam to uh, Roman Reigns, though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that, I don't know. Um, I do think this New Day thing is interesting. How they haven't just announced. Who it's going to be? I wonder if they're still trying to figure out. Cause I I kind of feel like if it's a guy like Big E, he may just win. But if it's Kofi, then he's obviously just in there. Uh, I feel like what this match is lacking is the like high flyer type. I mean, you have Balor, who you know technically has a top rope finish, but he's not really. Like, he doesn't really do springboards or. Anything like that. Um, so Kofi would kind of fit that, fit the need of the high flyer in the match, but I don't know. It's, you watch, I,
0: they're going to throw a complete curve and put, uh, uh Xavier. Xavier Woods in it.
2: I wouldn't mind New Day winning it and just kind of doing the New Day thing with the briefcase. Who's going to cash it in? Right. Like even doing random like run ins, like one week. Biggie runs down to try to cash in, and like something happens. And then the next time it's Kofi, and the next time it's Xavier. And, um, yeah, I don't know. If they ever wanted to do a more like, it would be really, t- I don't know that if the new day is to exist, they will ever exist as heels again, but, um, they could do something where they, It'd have to be probably somebody like AJ or Brian or something, something that the crowd would actually care about. They could come down and like, it's nice because they kind of have their own, you know, the these briefcases technically, no, not technically. They usually get cashed in when the champion is at a disadvantage. And with them being a three-man group, if the three-man group has the briefcase, like they kind of have a built-in advantage. So, like, they don't have to wait for a time to be, for the champion to be down. They could just, like, storm the ring and, like, three on one beat up a guy and then cash in. Um, if they ever wanted to do a, a serious thing, I think that could actually be a, a decent route for a biggie or something like that. Although I, I feel like they could just get there naturally anyway if they, if they just wanted to.
0: What would be really great is if they went to cash in. And when he was holding it to cash in the thing, it popped open and pancakes fell out. And then
2: it
0: was gone. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we grabbed the pancake briefcase, not the uh, contract briefcase. Yeah. That's what we need to have happen. Yeah, that's what I want now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Screw I don't the care Miz. Yeah. How i think just let Braun briefcase? Strowman do it and let him cash in immediately on Brock Lesnar in a hotel room
2: yeah
0: <laughs> or out in his deer stand or some shit mm-hmm.
2: i mean braun calling a shot would actually work braun or a guy like braun or joe that have kind of shown that they're not like afraid of lesnar and have gone toe-to-toe and then have even like kind of wanted more of him i could kind of see them winning and using it as a uh, well i guess joe wouldn't because he's on smackdown but um braun using it as like a uh, hey, Brock, I, you know, uh, uh, you don't scare me, yada, yada, yada. Um, but you're also never around, so I'm going to cast this in at SummerSlam, so you better be there. Um, or, I, you know, I'm, I'm using it.
0: Or, yes, Roman Reigns finally mm-hmm. beats Brock Lesnar, and mm-hmm. then Braun Strowman's music hits, and we hear that roar. <laughs> yeah. And it is immediately the greatest. Moment ever in WWE history
2: And he comes down to the ring And Roman smirks at him And then uh, Spears him eight times Yeah <laughs> And we get, he, he goes for the power slam Roman slips off, bounces off the rope Superman punch, bounces off the other side Of the rope, Superman punch Bounces off the other side of the rope Spear, one, two, three Roman beats Brock and Braun in one night
0: Uh Now I'm sad because that's what's going to happen. And then uh, Hulk Hogan, (laughs) The Rock, and Stone Cold come
2: out and carry Roman out on their shoulders.
0: Oh, yeah. That's probably why they're re-signing Hogan. (laughs) Hogan always goes over, dude. That's your your conclusion to SummerSlam this year. (laughs) That's more of a WrestleMania moment. You think they can hold off that long? Yeah. Well, they're still working on, uh, they're still working on reviving, um, uh, Macho Man. That's right. Oh, wait, no, Macho Man was not in good favor when he died. The Ultimate Warrior. They're working on bringing him back to life. There you go. So once we get that whole reanimation thing going. Mm hmm. Um, alright. Anything else you wanted to talk about?
2: Um,. Yeah, uh did did you happen to watch the big E three showdown? I did. Yeah. What did, did you think? watch that? I did. I actually when I sat down and saw I saw the video that was like over an hour long. I'm like, uh I'm not gonna watch this. Isn't there a condensed
0: version? You um, really just had to watch the end of it. Actually no, because like Kenny no, and Mega talking and, crap the entire yeah, time. Was I put it on and
2: watched the whole thing, yeah. <laughs>
0: He's a loser. Yeah. A loser. <laughs> <laughs> Put it uh, in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was a habanero pepper, nothing sexual. Yeah, right. There are some good jabs in there. Um like
2: when they had the, the champions huddle. They were like, what are you doing waiting for your team of writers to
0: uh, <laughs> come up with a promo? My favorite was uh what he told Biggie never never main event or something oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> This will be
2: the last man event you ever have or something like
0: that. <laughs> That's really fantastic. good stuff. Yeah. Uh, did you see that uh Xavier Woods tweeted out from the bathroom like later on saying that he yeah. like, puked twice? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Yeah, I got uh I actually like got home and turned it on like just in time for it to like start. Oh cool. So that was uh was That was time. fun.
2: And just like
0: I'm pretty like, sure I'm pretty sure the New Day is gonna catch some heat after that though.
2: Yeah. As I don't know. It was just, and I know it was just like Street Fighter and it was it actually other than them being wrestlers had very little to do with wrestling, but I don't know. It was one of those like surreal moments where it's like, Well, here's the New Day and the Elite on screen together, um, like competing. Mm-hmm like they they were we didn't get any physical altercations. We did get a super kick, but only to the host. Yeah. <laughs> um
0: but and it like, was a really weak one.
2: Yeah. They were cutting promos back and forth and I don't know it was just one of these like I don't know, it like I, I don't even know what to compare it to cuz it's not like we got the uh we had like WCW and WWF crossovers in the heyday. It was just a, kind of a surreal moment. And I, I I hope that what they said about it being step one towards a hopeful um, cross promotion actually does come to fruition. Or, you know what, it may not even be a cross promotion. It may just be that the Elite come to the WWE one day, I think, is more likely than there being a wwe versus new japan
0: well i think if anybody's gonna do it triple h can do it because mm-hmm. he's even said that he wouldn't mind having a cross promotion but that just means getting vince out of the picture oh that'd be kind of a fun angle for
2: survivor series is but it's not raw versus smackdown because we've yeah but that... we've already we've already done that twice and it's like you can't pretend like 11 out of the 12 months the shows don't care about each other and then suddenly one month they do um it would be a nice wrinkle for the so and it would also like prolong things a little bit like you wouldn't get the one on ones but like the novelty of a five on five wwe versus new japan would be really fun and even more fun if you had like nakamura obviously represented on wwe and jericho on new japan
0: <laughs> yeah that would be fantastic <laughs> um yeah um oh did you know the character that kenny omega was playing mm-hmm. is actually played in the commercial for the dlc by kenny omega
2: yeah i actually saw the uh the commercial. However,
0: a... his name is Cody, and he looks mm-hmm. more like and dresses more like Cody Rhodes. Yeah. And that bothered the crap out of me. And he doesn't throw one knee strike. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: they, it took me a while to pick up on, I guess, what V trigger actually is because they it kept saying it. And I'm like, what are you? T- there, there are no knees anywhere. It's like there.
0: It's their special. I know. Yeah, yeah. it's like
2: a special. But he's like, oh, he's got a knee trigger. He's or he's got the V trigger. Here comes the V trigger. He's going to use the V trigger. Look at that V trigger. And I'm just like, what? What? <laughs> there are no knees being thrown anywhere. But anyway, yeah, I, I figured it out eventually. Yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Um,
0: yeah, that's really all I'd have to say about that. Any merchandise you'd like to discuss? I know we briefly talked about the uh, the Golden Elite. Shirts, which honestly, I think those are that shirt probably deserves the the spotlight
2: on its own. That's anytime there's a shirt that comes out and it's like you know what I kind of want that, and it you know it it marks uh, uh, a pretty eventful weekend for those involved. I mean, there's I you know I don't think it was a mistake that it was. I know it's Abushi and Omega plus the Bucks. That is why it's the Golden Elite, because um, it's like the Elite and the Golden Lovers. Mm-hmm. But then also like the Bucks and Omega won belts. They won gold, so
0: they're they're like the Elite but like Golden now. Yeah, yeah. Pro Wrestling Tees just has a bunch of nasty boys and Dalton Castle shirts,
2: Mm-hmm.
0: which is odd. Yeah. And yeah, so there's not much really to talk about. There's all the uh the 4th of July like bullet club stuff that's coming out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, there is one other one I want to mention just because I think it's funny.
1: Mhm.
0: Galapagos Lanch uh, Lucha Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that sounds good. <laughs> but that's really the only one. There's there's some other ones that we can talk about. Marty skrull has got a couple of new ones. Nope, just kidding. There's another one. Numpty Hunter. Mm. Numpty Hunter. It's got bullets across the top of it. The villain, Marty Scroll, I like that one. But, yeah, nothing as far as WWE goes, really. I can yeah. see that there's a bunch of new ones on here, but... Eh. Eh. Ziggler, McIntyre, have one. Yeah. It's alright.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Alright, anything else that we need to talk about? Nah, I don't think so. Favorite wrestler this week. A
2: lot of choices. Um, I, for me, it, it really came down to two people. Um, however, I feel like I, I try to be be cautious with my with my picks. I feel like a a day will come sooner than later where I will be able to select as the new day column Kenneth as my, my favorite wrestler. Um, but I think the, uh, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, um, so much so that he's now won two different incarnations of the belt with two different companies. Um, the guy who I've proclaimed on this very podcast is my favorite of all time. Um, and I, I, you know, weird, like personal presentations aside, um, Seeing Jericho in New Japan um earlier this year was one thing, but like having him actually hold a belt um from the from the promotion is just like uh I don't know. Like it's such a crazy time uh to be a wrestling fan and I don't know. I think Jericho holding a New Japan title is is worthy of him being my favorite wrestler of the week.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 going with Kenneth. Yeah. Yep. It's a tough one. <laughs> so that's it, right? I think so. We made it. Yeah. This was another a new another two hour special. Uh huh. Alright, well on that note, goodbye and good night. Bang Bang. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for tuning in this week head over to the website at browrestlingshow.wordpress.com, or check us out on iTunes, rate, subscribe, review, whatever you want to do. Um, Also on our website, we've got links to past episodes, uh, email, Twitter, all that stuff. So check it out. Thanks for listening.